Hello and welcome back to Out and About, a community podcast, a production of Woodlands Online. This week it's back to school with the Tech Talk team. So it looks like school will be starting up in about a week or so. Whether that's a good or a bad thing is totally up to you. And it's a great time to investigate technology on the campus, whether it's high school or college or even younger. There are a lot of options available. Many, if not most, schools across the United States, and especially across Texas, have started to integrate laptops and or tablets into the educational learning process. Rishi says his school went actually a little further. My high school allowed us to basically rent notebooks um, and just te- and use them in classes. Several of our classes actually required programs on the notebooks to use, such as physics or even English. I think a valid discussion is what is more feasible for a student to use if they're given the choice for them to bring a laptop or would they find more use out of a tablet? I personally prefer a tablet because I take notes in class. I can switch really fast to the record function or I can type notes or I can Google links that they mention off the top of their head when they're on a roll about a dozen different things you need to write down. If you need it, the right kind of tablet can become basically a laptop. Personally, I prefer using a laptop. I use a laptop in college now and it seems a bit heavy at like a five pound laptop, but When you put it in a backpack and take it around, you don't really feel that weight. I feel that you can put more applications on it than, say, a tablet, and it's a bit easier to access because we have a full-size keyboard. I've been using laptops in school for about five years now, so I think that's just my habits and my preferences speaking at this point. But laptops do hold more versatility than a tablet can in certain situations. If you're me and you're carrying around like a five or six-year-old laptop, it's not going to make more than a few of those trips. You need to have a more compact, sturdy laptop to be able to go back and forth from classes. So it all just depends on what you're looking for. If you're running all over campus every 10 minutes, a laptop may not be the best for you. But if you're taking, you know, 12 pages of notes every class, that's probably more what you want. And there are lots of different types of laptops which you can choose depending on your needs. For my engineering classes, I use an Alienware laptop. Certain people might find it cumbersome to carry a laptop that big around campus. My laptop weighs about five or six pounds. You can feel the weight when you hold it. But I don't actually mind taking it around because I'm used to it by now and it doesn't bother me. And the laptop itself provides a lot of functionality because most of my classes require me to run programs that are intensive in terms of like, you know, 3D modeling or 3D rendering. And so the laptop I I use provides me with a lot of usability. That's just my case. Nobody needs a high-end laptop for everything. If you want to buy a run-of-the-mill HP laptop that has 500 gigabytes of memory, a good dual-core processor, nothing too fancy, but still something that'll get your job done, that can run the Microsoft Office suite, audio programs, run search engines well. A laptop is a laptop in the end, and the usability you're going to get out of it is roughly average across the entire range of laptops from low-end Chromebooks to high-end PCs like the one I use. So although some schools have specific technology requirements, they might specify that you need a PC or specify that you need a Mac, outside of that requirement, it's really up to you. And unless you have specific needs for advanced hardware, like playing games or doing video editing or working on animation, you can really get whichever laptop you like. This brings us to the age-old Mac versus PC debate. I've been Apple for forever, like iPods, iPod touches, and eventually I graduated to a full-on iPhone, but Apple, it's simple and easy to learn. Very user-friendly, they're easy to use. Both Macs and PCs, they have virtually the same programs now. They both have Word programs, spreadsheet programs. You have all the tools on either operating system. 
One major difference between the two, which I care about a lot, is hardware and build quality. Hardware on Mac tends to be high quality stuff. With a Windows manufacturer like HP, they have quality assurance, but there are so many parts for PC computers, it's like the cheapest things available or the most cost-effective parts to put into your PC for resale. With a Mac, they strive for a certain level of quality, so they're made to a certain quality standard. But you have to realize that with this quality standard, you have to pay for a brand name. Every part inside your Mac is, you know, a branded item, and you do buy quality things. Everything you buy will have a standard of quality that is much better than a PC, but will cost on average more than a similar or better part for a PC. If you're particularly concerned about price, there's a great new option from Google called the Chromebook. They are rather cheaply priced notebooks. They only run the Chrome operating system. These computers are able to access the Google Drive, uh, Google Docs, Google Spreadsheets. They seem to be very good laptops to do a lot of work with a no-frills laptop that costs $200, one that can write documents, create PowerPoints, make spreadsheets, and then store whatever is created onto a cloud file. And Chromebooks are typically less distracting for students in class. I believe that it's not a bad thing to introduce your kids to using a laptop or a PC early on, but what you should teach them is you need to use your laptop or computer or tablet now for a job when it needs to be done. Yeah, sure, it has games on it, but when you're doing a job, you can't afford to slack off. So in order to discipline people on how to or when to do what on their device, it's better to teach them at an early age. I learned this kind of hard way in the first semester of college. Me and my roommate, we've known each other since high school. We're best friends. But we play this game called Warframe, both of us. My friend and I were both waiting for this brand new reboot of the game. It launched about an hour before my quiz. I was like, this was a quiz for a class I really did not like. Uh, it was a class that I had no interest in. I didn't like the professor very much. In my mind at the time, I was like, an hour of studying before a quiz won't do me much good. I should just go with whatever knowledge I have at this point, and I can afford to play this game for an hour. Let's just say the quiz didn't turn out so good, and I learned it the hard way. That game's gonna be on the market forever. That quiz or that essay or that test you have that's going to happen in the next 30 minutes isn't going to be there after you've taken it or you've missed it. So prioritize. That's essential. Yeah, games are great, but work comes first. So if you're seeking out a computer or a tablet for your student this coming school year, feel free to check out our Woodlands Online Business Directory for information on local retailers. And thanks as always to Rishi and Anna for their input. And that's it for us here at Woodlands Online and Out and About, a community podcast. Check out woodlandsonline.com for more information.